Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On The Sticks. I am your host, Jordan Curl, and this is officially episode two of the podcast. In the first edition of On The Sticks, we had an interview with the amazing Guy Blaze, who was so great to talk to because he has a wealth of knowledge and experience, not only in the Gears of War professional community as a former player, He also has great knowledge about esports as a whole. So many thanks again to you if you listened. If you haven't, go ahead and check back. It's the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and many other places where podcasts can be heard. Today's episode will be a lot different from last week's episode. There will be no guest interview today. However, we will be talking about gaming addiction. It is something that has come up consistently in our news cycle. And in my research and preparation for this episode, I noticed there seems to be a lot of differing opinions and a lot of speculation about why people game, why people love to play video games. And as someone who is a big hobby for me, I really wanted to come on and discuss and analyze everything that's being said in an unbiased way. So with that being said, I'm not going to take any more time. Here is episode two of On The Sticks, and I hope you enjoy it. Over the weekend, I met a woman who brought her grandson over to a gaming booth that I was working and she struck up a conversation with me. She was very pleasant. Her grandson was amazing to talk to. He had never played the game NBA 2K19 before, but he stopped over at our booth, picked up our PlayStation controller and was literally showing out on the sticks. It was incredible. I think he made about 15 layups in a row. I was speaking with her and, you know, just seeing, like, does he play games at home? She told me he doesn't have a PlayStation 4. And while I was speaking with her, learning more about, like, what he does, I saw him attempt to switch the game over to Fortnite. I was like, dude, no, we're at a basketball game. What are you doing? You can't do that. (laughs) And he was like, I want to play Fortnite. So I asked uh, his grandma and she was like, oh, no, he can't play that game at home. And I was like, wow, uh, why not? You know, she said it's because it's addicting and people and children who are allowed to play that game, they tend to not be able to stop playing. I was actually surprised. It caught me off guard because I play video games all my life and it's never been something that I looked at as an addiction. And I was like, that's interesting. And she said he's able to play other games, but Fortnite, he's not allowed to play yet. And he told me on the side that he really wanted to play, but unfortunately his family wouldn't let him. I mean, I understand the concerns. However, then she went on to explain that she found out that people actually send their children off to mental health facilities for gaming addictions. That is what sparked this episode of On The Six, that conversation. It's interesting because you can have an entire plan and an entire outline for what you want to talk about 
um, ready to go and ready to record. And sometimes you get inspiration from little things. And who knows if she didn't let him come over, play the game, win a free t-shirt from me, that we would even be here talking about this. Probably down the line, but maybe not. So I took the time to go home and research and look through every article I can find. I think I found about, it's only what, the middle of December right now. There's about 10 or 15 articles if you Google gaming addiction out there on the internet. Easily, you can find them all. And they all sort of point to gaming addiction is real. I was fascinated almost immediately by this because when you're... When you play, you don't think about it, but then you start looking up everything and you see that this is really something that can be affecting people and possibly should be taken very seriously. So I I really wanted to start out this conversation with what is an addiction? And I want to thank my mom for asking me that question because I'm researching and not even looking at what specifically makes something addictive. And I think that's where we and I want to start this conversation. So looking at the Merriam-Webster definition, addiction for the noun points back to the verb. So I'm actually looking and reading the definition of addicted. It means physically and mentally dependent on a particular substance and unable to stop taking it without incurring adverse effects. I think a lot of times when we as a society use the word addiction, it always has a negative connotation. However, if you look at the next definition right after that, it also means enthusiastically devoted to a particular thing or activity. When I think of the word enthusiastic, it has a positive connotation without a doubt. So that's where I started. And now when I look at it and I examine, okay, that is what it means to be addicted. If I put a gaming spin on it and look at it from a gaming perspective, it means that you cannot possibly function and do other activities, whether that's mentally, physically, psychologically, without going back and stopping yourself from playing a game. And that's not to say that when the brand new Call of Duty drops that you shouldn't spend hours to play it. I'm guilty of that for sure. But just examining how you look at a gaming addiction. And I'm thankful for that conversation that I was able to have because a lot of the stories and a lot of the information that's being disseminated about gaming addictions go back to Fortnite. For those that aren't aware, Fortnite is a popular title of one of the most popular titles currently, and it started about in September 2017, I want to say, Epic Games released a version of Fortnite, which is a battle royale style game to play in a lobby with about 100 people and the last man standing wins. I've played the game before, I'm not that great at it, but you can get lost and spend hours playing this game because you want to win. I don't think even in life, everyone wants to be on top of something. I think people want to do things to be successful, to possibly be the best and to get your name out there one day. And even if it's not, you just want to be able to say, I am good at something. I can accomplish something. Gadgets 360, which is a publication, you can Google them, gadgets.ndtv.com. They did a feature about a woman who 
literally the the first line of the story is Debbie Vittini is fighting a losing battle against Fortnite. Her 17-year-old son has been logging 12 hours a day on the video game. 12 hours a day, every single day, he's falling asleep, his grades is plummeted. It might that might that could possibly be an addiction. There are many things that people can be addicted to. You can be addicted to sewing. You can be addicted to social media. Addictions aren't always associated with drugs and alcohol. You know, you can also be addiction addicted to positive things. Success is the biggest thing you can be addicted to. Once you get that first taste of what it means to be successful, you want to keep being successful. However, that's a whole other conversation, and success can be defined for many people in many different ways. Continuing on on this article on Gadgets 360, it says that there are other parents, teachers, and bosses around the world that are preventing this game from being played. And 200 million people play Fortnite. You can play Fortnite on many different consoles. You can play it on your cell phone, and it's completely free. So I think to a certain extent, that also adds to that element of, well, I just want to play, you know, it's it's fun. It's a hobby, you know, for me, it's a hobby. It's a passion. I love playing games. I think it's exciting. I think it helps to take your mind off of things a lot of times. And it's not just children who are addicted. I think a lot of times people just see that they think that children are addicted to gaming. The article also mentions how the NHL has one of their teams that has banned Fortnite. So after reading that, I wonder, are is it too far? Is it are we making more of it than what it is? Or are some things just okay, we're just playing with our buddies, you know, like an NHL team, if it's affecting how we're performing, then okay, maybe. The article also goes on to say the Boston Red Sox, David Price, he was the star pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. He was scratched from a May start against the Yankees. They're attributing that to playing Fortnite. Maybe he just had a tough practice. But when I hold my cell phone for hours a day, sometimes, guilty, does that really make my wrist worse? Is it an addiction? Are are we taking it too far? Now, I'm not saying that there are not people who are addicted to video games. I'm not at all, and I don't want to sound like I'm diagnosing the issue. I do believe there are people who spend hours a day and hours and hours a day gaming and cannot stop. However, it's also a certain amount of how can I control it? If I'm at least a parent, in this situation, and my son is spending 12 hours a day and he can't go to school, well, maybe I need to regulate it so that way Monday through Thursday you can't play the game. And maybe Sunday you can't play the game. So Sunday through Thursday, but then Friday and Saturday you can play. How do we look at it as an addiction? And then you also have people who comment about Twitch. Twitch is a live streaming platform service that is a subsidiary of Amazon that allows people to stream content to anyone in the world who can access their stream. So that's not just gaming. It started off as a gaming platform with Justin TV, but it transformed into art. It transformed into cooking. It transformed into other outlets. You can be addicted to streaming. 
Or you can look at it and say, this is a business opportunity that I'm taking and I'm going to utilize it to make money and to change my lifestyle. A lot of people have quit their full-time jobs to stream on Twitch and to play games and do it as their nine to five. Addiction. Is it or is it our outlook on it? How do we look at it and say, can we use this and channel this into a way that's going to be positive and benefit us. I read another article on Variety. This article discussed how a mental health facility in the Netherlands now treats gaming addiction in teenagers. It's called Yes We Can, and the mental health facility, it makes sure it tackles gaming addiction head on. And the goal, after once you read the entire article the goal of the program is to prevent the fellows which is what they call their patients they will abstain from playing video games for the rest of their lives i haven't looked up and checked to see if this is also happening in the united states but this is a program in the netherlands that they are committed to preventing people from playing games for the rest of their lives which is interesting so I look at that and say, wow, maybe there's a way to cut back or maybe there's a way to limit the amount of time spent gaming. Children who are playing games for an extended period of time and it does impact and have a problem with their results in school. That's an issue. That's 100 percent an issue. And I think you have to take control of that early on recognize that and try to prevent it as much as you can however if it does become an issue to where you and your family cannot resolve it then maybe professional help is a resource that can be used to cut back and limit how much you play on the system and this program in the netherlands cost over sixty-four thousand u.s dollars it takes that much to prevent a gaming addiction and I'm, I'm being careful here not to use the word disorder because it has not been labeled that yet. The World Health Organization has proposed the addition of gaming disorders as early as January 1st, 2022. However, that has to be approved in May 2019. And that gaming disorder will need to be added as an official international classification of disease, which would be powerful, which would have huge implications on how video gaming is viewed in the world as well. And a lot of articles I've seen has discussed that they believe the World Health Organization believes that it will be passed. I want to read from the World Health Organization exactly what gaming disorder is defined as it is being characterized as a pattern of gaming behavior whether that's digital or video gaming characterized by impaired control over gaming increasing priority given to gaming over other activities to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other interests and daily activities that means not sleeping not eating not taking care of your personal hygiene that is what that is being classified as there have been instances and i've read stories about streamers who've passed away because of gaming for extended periods of time in those circumstances yes it is probably a gaming addiction 
But just like everything in life, I believe you have to find a balance. And I discussed a lot of that with my in my first episode with Guy Blaze about finding that balance, treating yourself with exercise, eating right, your diet, you know, taking care of your personal care and making sure that if it's becoming difficult, seeking help, getting advice on that because for those that I know that are gamers, a lot of people have found salvation sometimes in gaming, have met new friends, have met their loved ones, have met the person they're going to marry. <laughs> there are so many positives surrounding video gaming. And I think when we label things as an addiction, it makes it negative. Bringing it back full circle with my earlier anecdote, I wanted to make sure that I imparted that upon the young man's grandmother that monitoring it and making sure it's okay because my mother was monitor central she did not let me play past a certain time on certain days of the week you have to have your grades right I need to see that report card I was in sports I was a cheerleader but all of that and I still played some video games. <laughs> and I specifically remember times when I would be waiting at midnight for that new Modern Warfare 2 to drop at the local GameStop. And I would be right there, me and my friends, looking out, trying to get the game. We wouldn't have considered ourselves addicted. But would you consider that an addiction? Do you think that waiting at night outside of the GameStop is an addiction? Some people do that all the time with sneakers. People wait, people wake up early, buy at 9 a.m. for the shoes, the new thing that's coming out, the new merchandise that's going to drop. What is it that is really an addiction? It's when it becomes to a point that it causes deterioration over your other needs, not necessarily because you have a love and a joy for something. So that's what I want and I hope people take away from this is we need to take gaming addiction and disorders in the future when it's labeled as such very seriously. And we also should not mislabel those things and those passions that people have day in and day out that also become sources of income and that change and shape your future. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the show. If you enjoyed the content you heard, become a supporter of the show at patreon.com forward slash on the sticks. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at on the sticks pod. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you next time on the sticks.